I'm Joshua. And I'm Leah. And we would like to thank you for listening to the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. A preparedness resource for the complete beginner. We are here to help you on your preparedness journey. Without the paranoia, fear, and doomsday often associated with preparedness. If you find our podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a comment letting us know. And now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. Welcome back. What? Welcome back. What is happening right now? I'm asking what is happening right now. Not too much over here, but... We're having a pot... We're podcasting. That's what's happening. Nice. I did Once again. I wanted you to give me Captain Obvious. <laughs> what's going on? What are we talking about today, what's Joshua? Going on, man? Well, we've got all kinds of stuff we're talking about. How awesome. are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty yeah. good, you know? Yeah. I almost, yeah. I almost like, made a... <laughs> I almost started trying to, like really improv but in a really almost <laughs> not inappropriate just a bit like hey how's that rash treating you you know like <laughs> i'm a little gassy today <laughs> <laughs> so uh picked any burgers lately <laughs> um anyway anyway we d- welcome back to reason to be prepared as always i am joshua i am isaiah and thank you for being awesome as always as always as always okay yeah what are we going to talk about today? Well, first things first, I do want to get all the cool formalities out of the way. Subscribe. YouTube. YouTube. Facebook. Instagram. Go check them out. There are more ways to connect. Um, please subscribe. And then, f- seriously, seriously, we want comments. We want people to leave comments. We want some emails. We want some interaction. Um, you know, we're we're learning too. We're on a journey as well. We're really enjoying the process. Just really, say hi. Just say hey. What's up? Yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, I'll tell you this. Why don't we do this? If you are a brand new subscriber, when anytime anybody, I don't care if this is a year old. If you just listen to it for the first time, you become a new subscriber. Leave it in the comment below. Hey, new subscriber here, and we'll say hi to you. Yeah, sweet. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Hey, new subscriber. Uh, you don't even have to tell us. You can tell us we're bad. You can tell us we're good. Just new subscriber here. Uh, thanks for the blah blah blah. And we're gonna give you a shout out and say, hey, what's going on? And we'll re- we will respond. We'd like to say hi to any of the new subscribers yep. that are that are coming into the community. Uh, and and if you got anything you want us to, any content you'd like us to to create, and just please let us know. Which is actually going to lead to today's topic. Yes, it is. Today's topic. So we um, we have some subscribers. Some, some uh, oh golly, I'm thinking too fast and speaking too fast right now. I need to slow myself down. Reading through the notes. Nice. You know. Yep. <laughs> you know. Goodness gracious. But we had some interaction, didn't we? Yeah, we get interaction. Of course we do. Goodness gracious. Anyway, yeah. So we got some uh, subscriber feedback. No, it's not uh-huh. feedback. It was a um, a question. Uh, you know, somebody reaching out to us uh, for some help and so i'd like to read the email i'm not going to lead read the last name but uh, a subscriber by the name rebecca okay uh sent an email and this is actually a slightly older it was uh you know hi it was hi josh and leon that'll be hi uh josh and isaiah. isaiah what was your name again isaiah okay i know we just met but 25 years of friendship <laughs> and i'm just meeting you for the first time that's right um okay so let me read this is love the podcast exclamation point you guys bring relative content uh my my old man eyes let me see you guys bring relative content to the table all the while expressing yourselves in peace and grace well thank you for saying that what a blessing so nice yeah wow genuinely Uh, i hope we can help i would love to see an episode or video on ways someone like myself can be reasonably prepared in an apartment slash rental home there are things I cannot do due to not owning that place, but I would like to have some things that are universal and can serve me in this season of life. Take care, Rebecca. Well, Rebecca, thanks for sending that in. We have no idea. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See the unfortunate- quickest podcast ever. Quickest podcast ever. If you don't live on a hundred acres in the middle of nowhere and have bunkers, we have no idea. Seriously, you don't have a castle. Yeah. Fortified yeah. fortress. So the first, yeah, the first thing you're going to want to do in that event is uh, try to hunt down somebody with a castle and buy lots of guns. Absolutely. I think that's the real. I mean, that's that's it. That's it. Well, maybe a flamethrower. Flamethrower. Yeah, for the zombies and ch- and and throwing stars. Yes. Nunchucks. <laughs> make sure you have nunchucks. Actually, you know what? That's not a bad idea. If you live in an apartment, make sure you have nunchucks. I, I don't know what you're going to do with them, but just make sure you have them. Because what if? 
I mean, you look cool doing it too. Yeah, you know? well, I'm sure like I smack myself in the face, I'm not going to look cool because <laughs> I can guarantee you I'll end up doing that, right? So, okay, so we're going to go over uh, tips and tricks and things and, and just mindset as far as um, small space apartment living or home living, rental living because, you know, you don't own those places. Right. Usually they're a lot smaller, right? Yes. Um, Depending upon how many rooms are in there and yeah, how many yeah. people are living in the apartment. Or, or townhouse, you know, townhouse, townhouse type, yep. type thing, right? And they do come with their own set of challenges and limitations, but they're actually not as bad as you would think. They're, they're not as limiting as you would think. Right. And there are lots of ways to uh, begin and start the journey of preparedness and get some basic things and some basic, uh, number one, basic mindset, basic... Uh, Items themselves and then some basic systems in play, you know, like uh, that, that we're going to go over. So um, the first things first, we want like I'm going to address some of the mindset stuff. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to address some of the mindset stuff. And that is to understand that everything we talk about in preparedness is scalable. Absolutely. Okay. You don't have to have what we were talking about, 50 acres and a bunker or a giant house or be in a castle um, or do any of those things to begin prepping. Like um, we've b both lived on property and we've both lived in apartments and we've both lived in suburban neighborhoods and we've both lived right. in the city. It's definitely scalable. Yeah, definitely. it's all scalable. Yeah. And, and and what I mean by that is, you know, OK, let's let's take an, an example. Um, Rebecca's example for Rebecca's, for example, she's a, one person. I'm assuming, by the way, there's, there's just one person in an apartment. Well, if it's just you or you and another person in an apartment, um, you're not going to necessarily need, and I'm using the word need, all of the, the things that say I need living on 20 acres, you know, and having a farm. Right. Right. Your necessities are going to be different. There's going to be overlapping things. And, and overlapping items and overlapping uh, that you're just you just need less of it. Right. You don't. You right. I have a family of six. So we would need for three days worth of water storage, for example, you know, probably 55 gallons or more. Right. You know, yeah. uh, with one person or two people, I mean, that's six gallons. Right. A lot easier to store six gallons. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So it, it, it brings, yeah, it's scalable. You don't, don't get overwhelmed with the, oh, I don't have all these tactical gear and I don't have all these gadgets and I don't have, you know, buckets of food stored up to the ceiling. The truth is if it's just you, you're not necessarily how, now we believe in being community minded and not only thinking about yourself, but I'm just bringing the simple fact that one person in an apartment, one bedroom apartment, it just it consumes less stuff. Therefore, right. you need to use, store less stuff. Yep. That, that's, that's, that's the point, right? And um, in line with that, uh, start just start doing some extra homework. You know, um, number one. There's a lot of resources. There's a lot of resources. Yeah. Watching our channel and listening to our podcast is one. Yep. So good job for doing that. Bravo. We commend you. Get a golf clap. I mean, really, that's one of the smartest things that you could do. One of or the? The smartest thing. Well, you know. The smartest thing you can do. <laughs> um, because we're going to give you advice like this. Don't take our word completely for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, sincerely, go to the library or, or you know, go to Amazon. So, we're going to go over lots of products today. We're going to go over lots of things. I'm going to put – I'm going to do my best I'm with the notes to put amazon links for everything we talked about or even yeah. direct links for everything we talk about in the description below for you to either a research or b buy once again our affiliate links want to be completely transparent but um but even if it's just for um information's sake for you and you end up buying some other product that isn't on the list it'll at least get your creative juices flowing it'll get you mentally prepared to understand what it is we're talking about and so by doing your homework um i recommend that you you either go to the library or you buy a couple of books on emergency preparedness. Now, the beginning book that I mean, I gave it to you. How long ago? Oh, a long time ago. I mean, it's a it's a great it introductory is. because it's not doomsday survivalist paranoia. Right, and it's practical. It's super practical, and practical. it's based off actual live events that have happened to people. And it's, right. It's um. So over here, it's put up by National Geographic. It's one of my favorite books. We've had it forever. This one's well-worn. There's lots of books, okay? We're going to go over lots of books in another episode. Yep. But right now, for now, just pick yourself up. It's called The Complete Survival Manual, Expert Tips, Expert Tips, 
from four world-renowned organizations plus survival stories of National Geographic Explorers. Um, the, the print is a little small. Some people really like the SAS Survival Handbook, but as far as those of us starting out and wanting actionable, real-world, um, you know, kind of, no, that's what it is. Real-world yeah, real world. scenarios, real-world yep. actual things that that we can apply to ourselves wherever it is we live. In other words, if, if I'm in a fire-prone area or if I'm in a hurricane-prone area or if I'm in a flood-prone area or freeze-prone area, um, there's something in here for everyone in that one. So, and the nice thing about this book here is by National Geographic. Right. Right. And it's it's a familiar – it's familiar, right? Yeah. So if you're not really familiar with um, – survival or you know prepping and getting first started i mean it's it's nice to to know something yeah it was it was you know, really national geographic yeah it was really good for i'm glad you said that because um i never we never served in the military we have right. i have many friends who never served in law enforcement we have you know yep. and so it quite fr- re, i did a lot of backpacking and outdoor stuff when i was a kid and, and then some hunting but um it, like the tactical uh, uh, you know, militarized survivalist, extreme right. survivalist, extreme bushcraft stuff was unfamiliar to me then, and it was kind of overwhelming. Whereas this is a really good way to get your feet wet. Yep, and it's familiar, like you said. Yep. I, I really like that you said it's familiar. It's and and it, it it it's a lot simpler. So so remember, everything's scalable. Have some fun. Get your feet wet. Don't stress about it. It should be a fun process. Uh, and do your, do a little bit of homework. Don't get yourself overwhelmed with tons of information. But, you know, this this particular complete survival manual by National Geographic is a really good book. Uh, and it breaks things down to simple terms. One, and, and they're not sponsoring. We just really like this book. So, right. um, And then go to the library and, and go into, I guess, maybe I'm sure that there is an outdoor survivalist. I haven't been to a library in a while. I'm not going to lie. Leah, my wife, is the one she goes all the time, and I just ask her what books I want, and she picks them up for me. I haven't been to a library in uh, quite a while. And, um, you know, I'll tell her, hey, I want this book. Yeah. Do they have it? And she'll go, yeah, they have it. And I'll go, can you pick it up for me? Well, sure, we'll be there in a week. So I do that. Nice. Um, so, th- But this is a book I do recommend buying. Right. The owning. A good resource to have. Yeah, own it, read it. And then, you know, try to implement some of the things that are in there because it is one of the best versions. But, um, okay, so that just kind of uh, some of the mental, the mindset stuff of it. You, you don't have to overwhelm yourself. You can do it. Uh, it's, it's you're, you're in, a, in the season you're in now uh, for some reason intentionally. And, yes, you can prep with, within any season that you are. Mm-hmm. Big family, small family, single, you know, huge piece of property, small little apartment dwelling, in you know, tent. tiny space living. in. Yeah. In a tent. In a tent. Well, I mean, there's <laughs> tent cities all over California at this point. Yes. I guess there's a bunch in Austin. There, There is, but um, I think they're about to get They said they were going to pass a law because yeah. uh, they decriminalized it, and now they're going to make it a statute again. That Anyway. Yeah. Um, Not to get too political. No, no. But, well, I mean, I'm just. Yeah. Hey, you brought it up. I'm sorry. You. That's your fault. <laughs> it's your freaking I'll take fault. the L. All right. What's that mean? Loss. Loss. That's how much I know about slang. Oh, man. We'll get you there. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All right, so here we go. Now, number one, get creative and think outside the box. Yeah. All right? Don't allow just, uh, you know, a lot of us preppers like to talk big games about food storage and ammo storage right. and uh, shelving and, and water and all this kind of stuff. But the reality is you can you can – do these things you can store these things you can utilize these things um by just getting creative with with it using your imagination yeah which is great yeah god gave us an imagination use that big brain and and so here's what we mean by that you know like thinking outside the box is when you're going to buy furniture for your new apartment right um buy the type of furniture that you know maybe has some extra storage and like you were telling me about a bed bed or the Oh, yeah. So uh, you've got um, risers you can put on the bed, you know, yeah. that raise the bed up to where uh, you have more room, more room for storage underneath your bed. It really doesn't take any more room at all. At all. Just at all. you get an extra six inches to eight inches of storage space under your bed, right? And you feel awesome just sleeping. You like know. on a, a sky rise of a yeah. bed. <laughs> on a high rise of bed. Um, there are other things like coffee tables. Instead of just buying, you know, 
uh, the pretty glass coffee table. They make all kinds of coffee tables now where the, the lids open up or they have drawers right. in them that you can use for storage as well. Yeah. Also, you know, uh, we were talking about TVs, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of landlords, apartments, they might not want you to mount it on the wall. Right. You need a TV stand, something to put on it, and they make really good TV stands with a lot of storage. Right. And in today's world, we're streaming most everything right. anyway, right? So we don't have the DVD players and the big stereo systems and the, uh, all, all the, the DVDs, DVDs lined up under there. Yep. So you now have um, storage space for... You know, you know, maybe some dried food, dried goods, some water, um, some or, or or we'll go over like like gadgets, you right. know, or or items, you know, that you can you can store in there um, is extra storage space. So start looking at, you know, sometimes the cabinets in apartments have the top of them. There's like a good two feet from the top of the cabin right. to the ceiling. You know, because they put those less expensive ones. Yep. So now you've got storage space up there, and really you're you're limited only by like how how you know what do you want your place to look like for sure you know if you, you you might not want you know tents and things all up there but but really it's just you so you get to decide how you want the inside of your apartment to look so tv stands em empty closet space there's so much floor space in a closet that doesn't get used right. that you could just go buy a simple shelf you know at walmart we just bought a couple for our pantry with the and they're like little box style shelves yeah i like uh the container store not mm -hmm. a sponsor mm -hmm. but They've got a lot of cool things where you can put in closets yeah. and um, store a lot of things. Yeah, closets are wildly underused. Yeah. And and here's another pro tip on that, which I've actually done, is it also gives you an opportunity to go through your closet to realize uh, the things you don't really want, don't really need, and realize that they're wasting space and you can give them to Goodwill and help somebody else out with them. Um, so the closet space is a wildly under under developed area yeah. in an apartment um another way so we talked about you know these different areas you can take um old containers like old water bottles let's say you got the big aquafina water bottle you just wash it out and i've heard i've actually seen a few friends of mine um they didn't have you know they didn't have the big five gallon buckets and blah 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 but they wanted to pour some extra beans and some extra rice uh, things of that nature. So they put the rice in the water bottle container and sealed it. And then I've got a sealed safe. That's a great idea for rice to yeah. keep it and keep That's it dry and idea. all that. And they they would put those extra ones, and they're easy to to just pour out. You know, yeah, get you know, thing in and out of. So you you can you know dried goods, small pastas, macaroni and cheese in in old water bottle containers and things like that. Um, and it, it just I had another I like what well, just a fleeting thought. And I just lost it. Aww. Dang it. Um, but. Those are all things that you can do to right. to, to to extra storage space. I mean, some uh, storage, uh, some storage, some apartment places. If you spend a couple, uh, like twenty bucks a month, they'll give you a whole storage cabinet or storage um, place to store things. Oh yeah, in a hallway mm -hmm. or stuff like that and so that gives you a little bit more space as well right and another option if you're in small space and you're just in a really really teeny tiny tight space and that of course is also an added expense but um i mean you could always rent a small storage unit yeah. to keep some things in if that's really important to you know if you want to store some food you want to store some water you want to store some things and you just don't have the space for it um definitely uh uh you know you can get a small little one for I, I don't know what they cost but and 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 you it's got the disadvantage They're reasonably priced yeah it's got the disadvantage of your preps aren't on location right uh, but at least it's something but storage units are coming up everywhere though yeah yeah like you know maybe some you might have one within walking distance right you know and that might that might work so you know just think outside the box think of ways to creatively store to creatively you know put things um you know in an emergency you, you've always got your bathtub to fill water up in we've talked about that in the water episode right you can always do that um so you know that that's just kind of the first one of the first steps uh in just think creatively okay uh what's what's the what's this what's the next one but what's the next one that we think is important knowing your neighbors you know mm -hmm. having a sense of community you know yeah very important yeah, just you know, just because it's you by yourself in a small apartment doesn't mean that you. And I'm not saying to have low boundaries, but at least meet your neighbors, know who they are, find out, you know, to have a conversation, be cordial, um, find out if uh, if if maybe they've, you know, maybe just through conversation and you just simple. Hey, is there ever you ever 
we ever have power outages here? You know, well, really, how do we respond? Yeah. Or, you know, you know, the creek behind her, does it flood? You know, and you could just create some small conversation that way. Uh, another thing to do as far as community is to start what's called a mutual assistance group. Okay. And that is picking people that you know strategically who have um, same interests, same interests and particular talents mm-hmm. and particular understandings that you don't have, but you befriend. And they're either within your apartment complex or within your city or local community that can help. Right. So um, th- th- this is um, having a forming a relationship with somebody who maybe is an EMT. Forming another relationship with somebody who is, say, a firefighter. Right. Um, forming another relationship with somebody who's like a farmer. Right. You know, or grows food so that you can learn how to grow food. Um, and then it's something that you're a talent at. You bring that to the table. Let's say you're a welder or you're really good at budgeting, right? Let's say you're really, really good at budgeting like my, like Leah, my wife is. She's really, really, really good at money management. Well, then you can bring that to the table for other people who, who might be struggling and they want to get out of debt. Right. And so you form a mutual mutual assistance group so that in case of an emergency, in the event that something happens, you're able to take care of each other. And then you're also able to take care of your community at large. OK. Um, also, just be a good neighbor. Yeah. Don't be a creepy. Yeah. Don't be creepy. But just hey, be we're a, about, we're, yeah. you're going to be my new best friend. Yeah. You know, and don't, you know, don't never mind. I'm not going to say there was a tangent. <laughs> I was going to do that. Um, don't be weird. Yeah. Don't, don't be, be creepy. Yeah. Like. Certain politicians who are weird and creepy yeah. that we've been watching for the last year. Uh, Yikes. Th- yeah, so many weird, creepy Yikes. people in the limelight right now, and I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. Um, but And here's another thing. You can form a disaster preparedness plan. Uh, in the Complete Survival Manual, there's another book called The Ultimate Preppers Handbook, um, which is all, it's a good book, too. That actually is a really good book. I don't think you've read that one. No. Yeah, and I got it. I've finished reading it. Leah bought it from Christmas. It's also really good because it's super practical, and I like some of the terminology. You know, we'll do a review of that book. Sweet. But um, start a disaster preparedness plan. That means have some maps of your area, have, form an evacuation route, maybe drill it and, and practice it to see if you yeah. know if there's any holes in the game. So just do some uh, mental. Exercise. You'd be surprised how uh, other people would appreciate that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. They ask might not have landlord. thought of it. Yeah. Ask your landlord, do you guys have fire drills? Right. Right? Yeah. Um, say, hey, can can we implement a fire drill? Uh, um, because I'm just, um, I, in other words, can we pull the fire alarm and then evacuate? Um, find out if you're able to do that. Head up head up a disaster preparedness plan or a mutual assistance group um, and just form yourself a plan. Make sure you've got maps of your area. Make sure you, you know, you keep your, you know, you keep enough food and water that just just in here just in case a storm happens and it's just in the house you know things of that nature i mean i'm going to go over that in a little bit but um be a good neighbor know your community that is another overlooked um and in, in line with knowing your community and blah 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 the, and, and that kind of the next step down is to have it and having a disaster preparedness plan is we keep talking about it and we're working on it get yourself semi-physically fit go out for a yep. walk in your area you know And if you live in a really unsafe area, then maybe work on uh, moving out of that unsafe area and 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 or carry a gun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you're allowed to where you live, you know, and 100 percent. But, you know, go out for a walk, get some exercise, breathe in the fresh air, wave at the neighbors, go to the city park, find out our places to be physically fit, because that's also going to familiarize you with your area. It's going to make you more comfortable and take ownership of where you live. uh, And it's going to make get you to be physically fit enough to handle a challenge if it comes at you. Right. Right. So um, you'll be in a familiar area. Nothing will be unfamiliar and you don't have to panic. Right. So that's all kind of part of being uh, knowing your neighbor, being in a good community, things of that nature. Okay. so. Um, and this, once again, by no means exhaustive, just, you know, we're, we're getting our feet wet here. Yeah. Yeah. So we're dabbling. All right. Which is going to lead us to the next one, which is going to be have some basic, have basic supplies on hand. Right. Okay. We harp on water, food, medical in that order. Right. Okay. You're going to want to make sure that you've got a few, uh, key things. Number one, water storage, two gallons per person per day for three days minimum. Right. Okay, you're gonna you, and you need a way to purify water in case you have to drink water that's dirty. So, you know, Sawyer, Life Straw, a couple of other you know devices. Berkey, we were talking d- about the PNG, P- yeah, different things. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the water episode, you can check that yep. one out. Uh, make sure you've got uh, plenty of food. There are 
there are these racks I found for canned food. And, you know, when you stack up your canned food, there's always like this extra inches of dead space above them that never get used. Yeah. Well, these racks go into your cabinets and they make it so that they're sideways and they roll out dispenser like a soda pop style. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But and they go tall enough all the way up so you can actually utilize all of that space. And when you're out grocery shopping, what I like to do, what we like to do is pick just a couple of extra things up. Right. Like every time we go grocery shopping, we we get an extra gallon of water per person. It's that's how we cents, started. You know, right? that's how we started prepping for food. Yeah, um, you go grocery shopping and you eat mostly whole and fresh foods. That's great. But while you're there, pick up uh, two extra cans of green beans and two extra cans of corn, or uh, you know, a can of uh, you know ham, canned ham. Yeah, tuna. Mm-hmm. Tuna fish. Yep. You know, tuna fish is a great protein. Yep. Uh, canned chicken. Canned chicken. You know, canned chicken. Uh, these are easy to store. They last a long time. And this is what I'm going to be called kind of a, uh, immediate to midterm. This isn't super long storage, but it's immediate to midterm. And, and it gets you, 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 you could you could easily eat off this for, you know, quite quite a while, actually. Yeah. You can. Months. Um, yeah, months, months. For sure, depending on how much you have stored up. Yep. They do have a shorter shelf life than the long-term food storage, right? Usually, what, about two, three years? Yeah, something like that. So you yeah. want to cycle them through and just check your expiration expiration dates. But they make these racks. So um, make sure you've got some food, canned food. Um, uh, yes, maybe some dehydrated long term food right. uh, that you can get from different places like my Patriot Supply. Easy or to store. Patriot Ready Made Resources yeah. is another one. I, in fact, Thrive I want to reach Life. out to Ready Made Resources. Have you heard of Ready Made? No, I, I'm familiar with Thrive Life. Not Thrive as as Life. Yeah, yeah. Ready Made Resources is really awesome. It's a prepper store or right. just a, a preparedness store, and they're really awesome. And they have some content that I really like. I just really like their stuff, and I've actually tri- you know bought from several of these places and or talked to them, and they're like the most generous with information oh, and nice. knowledge. Yeah, um, which is really nice with Ready Made Resources, but. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, so make sure you've got some canned item, canned meat, canned foods, non-perishables, uh, and just you and you. You know, you no different than going back to earlier with the you can go buy like an like a inexpensive IKEA armoire. Yeah. You know, that goes in a living room or a bedroom or something like that, and just start putting stuff in that. You know, yep. and so it's all in one place. But um, or use the dead space in your cabinets for the canned food. And things. So just have some extra food storage and, and have enough stored in there once again to match your water, which is three days as to start. You know, to And then start. once you've got like seven days worth of water and then make yourself like so that you if you had to stay in your apartment for seven days and you didn't go grocery shopping, you know you could survive on what's in there. Right. Right. Um, and it's just always there. It's not, so, you know, uh, so it's giving just- you a buffer zone. Make sure you're getting the the stuff that you like. Yeah, that you're going to eat. That you're going to eat. Big point. I know some preppers who are storing things that I'm like, "Mm," they're like, well, in a survival situation, you'd love to eat anything. That's right. Well, that's true. I'm going to eat this dog food. Yeah. Seriously, people are kind of, well, if you're if you're having to if you're holed up for three months because of an EMP, you'll be happy to eat right. wh- whatever I put in front of you. Well, okay, maybe there's some Brandon. truth to that, but seriously, it, don't just buy it to have it. Buy something you know you're going to actually. I'm going to buy all the canned asparagus they have. <laughs> oh, oh gross. man, uh, man, I know lots of people love asparagus. My brother Matthew loves asparagus. Yeah, I hate. Yeah, it's not the greatest. So, so gross. That and Brussels sprouts, demon food. You know me so, about picking this, though. Yeah. Um, buy something you're going to eat. Buy something you, you want know. to eat. Yes, so. exactly. And, and Especially in a stressful situation as well. Yeah. You're going to kind of want something that you're familiar with. I say you buy a couple yeah. of treats that are in yeah. there, you know, as well. Put a couple of, you know, maybe some candy bars and vacuum sealers or something and, and just have them there just a, as a comfort, you know. Right. Yeah, to, for for normalcy, if if you're out without power or a storm goes through, you get evacuated, and and make it so that maybe it's easily accessible as well. So in case you need to take it with you, you can right. Right. Um. So, you know, ba- that that's part of basic food on water. Excuse me. Excuse me. Medical. 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 When I talk about medical, the way the easiest way to start is just to buy some first aid kits. Right. Okay. They've got some really cool first aid kits out there on the oh, market. Oh heck yeah! You know, not and not too expensive either, and. Um, I know we, that's what we do for mm-hmm. our cars. We've got, you know, the first aid kits in our cars and there's a lot more stuff in there than I thought there would be. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. There's some stuff in there in these pre, pre, pre kits that are a little unuseless, which actually will bring me to this point here. Yeah. Um, we recommend 
strongly, and I've been coaching people in this way, and um, we've built them. There's so many survivalists and preppers that like their bug out bags, and their bug in bags, and their get home bags, and their go bags, and their. Here's what we've come up with. We've come up with a solution we call the ice box, which means in case of emergency is what it is, and it's a box. We'd put them in coolers. Okay. Which is awesome. Yeah, we use coolers, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Number one, it, be, it makes it multi-purpose. Right. Number two, it creates a protective, temperate environment for things like medications and stuff like that. Right. Um, we put together an emer- in case of emergency preparedness checklist. It's the reasonably prepared in case of emergency preparedness checklist, and it has everything on it. That we well, it has like a basic fundamental platform of the things you can start buying individually and then put in a Rubbermaid container or in a cooler or something of that nature that are all in one spot that if you are forced to evacuate, you can take it with you. But we we use it at home too. Like if one of the kids, you know, gets hurt and scrapes themselves or whatever, because it makes it in a central location. Right. You know, icebox. So we have that for download. It'll be in the link below. Um, and it's just PDF format. You click on the link. You give me your email address so I know who to send it to. And then, boom, we'll give you our in case of emergency checklist. And at the bottom of it, because I love Because like, you're awesome. Because you're awesome. That's right. Because we love you, dog. Because we, we love, love you, man. We love you. And I left like 15 or 20 spaces at the bottom empty so that you can build on your own. This yeah. is just to get you started. So yep. The in case of emergency checklist. And, it's and you know, when we talk about basic supplies, what are going to be in that are going to be, like I said, water, food, medical, uh, building ice box. You, you're going to want flashlights and batteries. You want to make sure yep. you got flashlights and batteries in case the electricity goes out. Uh, um, keep candles. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of candles out there. And a lot of people who use candles, even not in an emergency situation, yeah. you know, like making the house smell nice. So, I mean, mm-hmm. People will have a lot romantic, of have, romantic. Oh yeah, bath time with the with the lover. Yeah, so there's always candles around. <laughs> there's, you're like, I if just you want to be like, my lover, I always have those. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, oh, you're right. Because yeah. you know, like people like their cake batter candles, right? Well, yep. you, they they make light too in case of an emergency. Absolutely. I do recommend uh, emergency candles that are in some type of container. Yeah. Um, the ones that are just the basic ones are a fire hazard and they're a bit more challenging. So you find buying candles that are kind of in you know, tea lights and things like that right. that are in their own kind of self-contained container or the floating ones that can go in water. You can put around water um, and that will kind of make them safe because fire is an easy thing when it comes to candles. Um, you know, some way to start a fire. You know what? Just have Bic lighters everywhere. I know, right? It's seriously, I, yeah. I have one in my pocket. I have one in my truck. We have two or three in the cabinets in the kitchen. Um, and there's one in my backpack. It, like there's just, they're cheap. You can get them for 99 cents and specifically the Bic lighter. Right. Not those crypto ones yep. or the other ones that are the, just the basic Bic lighter. They're tried and true. They're good for like, they say they're good for 4,000 lights. Wow. Yeah. That's under awesome. normal use. Yep. Uh, and they, they, they're just they work really well. Just you know, have some bic lighters, and that'll, that that you know gives you a way to build a fire and all that all that sorts of things. So, um, have some basic supplies. What what else are basic supplies? Flashlights, uh, food, water, medical. What else are? Do you have any? Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's about it. Yeah, huh? that's about it. I mean, well, it's not about it, but that yeah, that's all I can think of right now, and that's what we have the oh oh um extra blankets. Okay, yeah. Yeah, a couple extra, yeah. keep some extra blankets, extra pillows in case people need to, you know, hang out with you and, and, and things of that nature. Um, you want to, you know, so extra soaps, extra, you know, maybe, you know, if, you know, go buy a couple extra bar soaps, go buy a couple extra, you know, uh, of your, any of your hygiene products. Yeah. Ladies, you want to make sure you're ahead on those hygiene products and Absolutely. you just have them stored in there. Um, you know, extra, uh, if there's things that are electrical, uh, devices, but they make a manual version of it. Say like a can opener, right? But have a manual can opener, um, you know, and put that in the ice box. Yeah. You know, uh, so you know, these are just basics. Download the um, the PDF if you want a, a more detailed list of some of the basics you should have in your ice box. So um, keep some basic supplies on hand. All yeah. right. So the next one's going to be security. Security. Yeah. You oh, wanna, yeah. You want? I've been talking a lot. You want to launch into yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, one thing for security that we're um, looking at is uh, Simply Safe. Yes. Um, I know uh, there's a video that uh, we've done on Simply Safe. Um, the great thing about Simply Safe is 
they're not a sponsor, but they're not yet. Not yet, right? Hint, hint. Uh, wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, anyway. <laughs> but uh, it's totally portable, right? And um, back in the day with the big box security companies, they come in and drill holes and run wires and. You've got control panels. and You're locked into contracts. You're locked into a, a really intense contract. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it, it makes it a little bit harder, but with like Simply Safe. Um, and what are some others? What's the, I just, Simply Safe has been so good to us. Yeah. We're just, we're pitching out after we've done our research, but there's Vontlink, there's the Nest, there's the Ring. Ring, Nest, right. all of it. I mean, um, yeah, there's a bunch out there on the market Yeah, um, where you can monitor yourself if you want right you know uh, yeah another selling point for us for you know another selling point specifically for small apartment living as far as the simply safe is is simply safe has the gamut of uh, um of devices what i mean by that is um motion sensors cameras glass breaks glass break sensor right. um Siren alarm, uh, a panic siren alarm button. I mean, it has every, right. literally everything you need for your apartment, um, and it's not permanently installed. Right. You can when you move, right, or if you move, you can just take it with you. You take it with you to a new place. And what's really cool about it is their base station, um, it can run up to ninety nine devices. That's crazy. Right. So let's say you've got four glass break sensors and three room sensors and a camera. Well, you still have you know, <laughs> 93 more yeah, to go. Yeah, exactly, right? to go. And so as you expand, it can expand with you. They have the, – the, you you don't have to have any type of monitoring if you don't want it. Right. But they have packages starting at 5 bucks a month. Yeah. And the most expensive package, what we buy, is only 25 bucks a month, and that's for full monitoring. Right? And, man, we've been loving it because we can see people coming up to the thing, you know, yep. all back – you know, it, it, it alerts us of everything. And it, and it kind of puts you in control. Right? Yeah, you feel like you're in control. Yeah, and give super peace of mind. Right, absolutely. Right? So that's one one thing. Um, another thing people overlook, and my uncle Wally back in the day used to, when I was younger, I would spend summers with him working. And any time the sun started to go down, he'd say, Josh, draw the curtains. We're living in a fishbowl. Yep. <laughs> Keeping your curtains closed while you're not home, or if you're single and you live... So, yes, we want to leave light. We want light to come in and things like that. But um, prowlers, predators, they like looking in and finding easy targets. If you're just a lady by yourself, um, yeah. it'd be better for you to go out on a walk to get fresh air and sunlight. Um, but do the best you can to keep your curtains drawn, especially if you're not home, so people can't peer in and see what's going yeah, on in your don't house. don't let the robbers be able to window shop. You know? I like that. Yeah. yeah. Don't exactly. let them be able to window shop. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing you can do in an apartment complex. So a lot of times we get ourselves into, you know, especially people who live in a city or a metropolitan area, they get very kind of uh, tunnel visioned on right, what yeah. they're doing and they, in their own world, they got their eye, eye ear, or their ear things in or whatever those thinking things are called. Yep. And, um, they get kind of tunnel vision. Um, a, a security is be, is just, just be aware. Right. Pay attention. Right. Keep your eyes up. Look what's going on. Make eye contact with people. That is actually a security deterrent, believe it or not. You make yourself less victim-looking right. by just being a presence that is paying attention. Well, also, uh, when you're paying attention, uh, a lot of criminals, they they love the element of surprise. Yes. If you're not paying attention, yeah. they've got the element of surprise. So uh, just you being attentive and paying attention, uh, they might decide to move on. Right. Exactly. You know? And if you're renting, let's say you're not in a small space, but you're renting an apartment or something like that, it's still, or renting a house, it's still the same principle applies. Yep. Number one, simply safe you can install and take with you. It's not permanent. You're not doing anything to the home right. that, that, is, uh, that would be breach of contract. Paying attention, knowing your neighbors. It all still... It all still works there. Another thing is just have learn or have some personal protection. Maybe take a if you're a lady or a young man or whatever, take a, a weekend self-defense course, right. you know, um, train or learn about, you know, carrying a firearm. Maybe you're already the type of person who believes in firearm ownership. Get some training on how to effectively use the firearm instead of just I own one and know how to shoot it. Right. You know, take a class. Right. Um, what else you got? Knives. Knives. You know. Yeah. And the knives are the the greatest tool ever invented. Right. So that's that's the ultimate multi-purpose device. Absolutely. I mean, you can use it for a lot of things. And 
if you if you have a knife on you at all times, and I've done this before, I've done it before many times. I leave my life my knife at home, mm-hmm. and it is like the worst day. Right. Oh, you don't realize how much you use it. Right. You know, and uh, well, yeah. you know, I'm gonna put this is an important one. I'm gonna put links in the description below on some good quality, yeah, um, reasonable priced pocket knives, folding pocket knives that ever anybody, and I'm talking woman or man because this isn't just about it being a weapon right this is the, the tool if you carry a knife either in your purse or in your pocket or on your person for two weeks you'll 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 wonder how you ever lived without it right opening boxes you know i i i said it's infinite and i'm fumbling over the infinite but it <laughs> it literally like people ask me hey josh you wearing pants I mean, oh my goodness, I just ruined that. Hey, Josh, you got a knife on yet? Please say yes. Yes, I'm wearing pants. <laughs> Whew. No, not anymore. Oh. Hey, you got a knife on yet? And I'll say, well, am I wearing pants? Um, that's my ultimate, like, that's that's yeah. how I respond to that. Yep. Um, I, you know, I always have a pocket knife. My wife always has the uh, a little, it's a um, Swiss Army thing that I gave her. Mm. And it constantly between cleaning out your fingernails, um, oh, Opening packages, you know, the little the plastic that right. comes on it just makes it a lot easier to do that. Yep. Um, cutting string and rope if you need to. Pulling out splinters. And depending yeah. upon what type of uh, pocket knife you get or multi-tool or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, some come with screwdrivers, pliers. I mean, right. it's Her Swiss awesome. Army knife came with tweezers, right? Yeah. Uh, so she's like, she pulled out splinters with the kids. And then, you know. Uh, w- w- I like it- to pick my teeth with one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Gross. With tweezers? No, with a knife. I was, oh. I was, I was talking about a knife. Sorry. Uh, we've used them for making sandwiches, you know. Um, so it's it's the greatest uh, one ever invented. So, um, yeah, definitely have a good pocket knife. Uh, security for your home. They're, they make these devices now. One's called Nightlock, and then yeah. you showed me one called Adalock. Adalock, yeah. Okay, what they do is they're – um, one of them is a semi-permanent install, and the other one's a you just take with you everywhere yeah, you, you go. The Adalock you take with you everywhere you go, and what the Adalock does is it goes. It's a barrier that goes in between your doorknob and the door frame, and then puts a, a, a barricade lock on there, which is a little bit of added protection. Right. Yeah. It, it fits into the striker plate. Right. Of the door. Right. And you just close it, and it has a little uh, rubber piece that. Uh, snugs up to the door to where they, no one can even open it. Right, and then the night lock is is it, it, it's a um, a door barricade it's called the night lock barricade, and they're incredibly yeah. strong. They're um, to, to, if you watch the videos on it, people like trying to kick in the door when they're on there and they can't do it. Yeah. Right, um, and what it is is just a base plate that installs on the floor that's flat, and then you get this other kind of angled plate that slides in sideways while you're inside the house and creates a barricade that even if they were to break and pick the lock, they can't kick the door. They in. can't open the door. They can't open the door. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's just buying you some added extra time, right? For 40 bucks, it's worth it. Yeah. It, yeah. They're 35, yeah. 40 bucks. They're, yeah. they're not expensive. Nope. Um, and so. And with the Adalock, uh, the reason I like the Adalock so, so much is that like you were saying, you can take it anywhere. So if you're in a hotel, um, if you are, out of town, uh, staying at a relative's house. Mm-hmm. Um, you can install this anywhere in a matter of seconds. Yeah. It's not even an install. Right. It's not like it's an install. It's just it's like you closing could, the door. Yeah, you close the door on it, and it just becomes an extra reinforcement. Yeah. So um, another security thing you can do in some houses, in some apartments, not all, um, is have a pet. Yeah. Get a dog. Get a dog that barks. Big or small, doesn't it's a deterrent. matter. If it's making noise, you know it's 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 deterring somebody all, or it's a, or it's alerting you. on them at that point. Yeah, it's alerting you. Yep. Um, and then motion lights are another one that you can because motion lights can be uninstalled. Right. Okay. Um, another one. And then a part of security too is cybersecurity. Home in home cybersecurity. We often overlook that. Right. Why don't you tell me about what we got? So uh, this is where we're Surfshark. Surfshark, man. Surfshark. We are surfing with the sharks right now. Woohoo. Woohoo. Awesome. Surfshark, a VPN virtual private yep. network. And uh, what what they're gonna do what this is gonna do is it's gonna allow you to browse privately, you know, on on the internet. 
Uh, it en- encrypt your internet acta- activity so that no one can track or steal your data. That's right. I mean, uh, nowadays, that's all everyone's talking about. I know. It's, it's getting hacked, cybersecurity. Yeah, people are getting hacked. People are stealing information, yeah. all that. So this right here will allow you to be camouflaged. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, because people are like, oh, I'm not going to keep my money in my house so it can't be stolen, but they can just steal your bank account. Absolutely. Yep. You know, if you're at Starbucks or you're at yep. home or things like that, is to have a virtual private network. So Surfshark... Yeah. Um, also, it's it hides your location, and um, so if you don't want to be found, mm-hmm. this is great. Yeah, you can uh, put it anywhere in the world, right? Uh, they have over, I think it's thirty-two thousand servers, right, in sixty locations. In sixty locations, that's, right? For, that's in incredible. Canada, China, uh, Australia, uh, America, Europe, all over the place, all and over. you can just log into their server. And go gray man. And another thing it does is it actually will unlock other uh, content directories like with Netflix. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. With Netflix. Yeah. With Amazon. And you'll be able to watch content and watch news and watch other things that are going on outside of your own area. If you're government or your your bodies. Or you can actually get around your work's firewall. So if your work doesn't want you to watch YouTube, you can actually... Log into one of the VPNs and start watching YouTube, yep. but hey, that's not between you and your bosses. So, yeah, um, it's a really good thing to have, just like all of the other securities we're talking yep. about. But we have um, we've partnered with Surfshark, absolutely. And if this is sounds like something that you're interested in, well, do we have a plan for you? Woohoo! Eighty one percent off. Eighty one. Eighty one percent. So uh, the if you click the link in under. In the description below. In the description below. Thank you. I'm still new at this, guys. <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> Click a link in the description below. Yep. And uh, we'll give you that special offer. 81% off. That's right. So it turns out to be, it's fifty nine seventy five Something. Yeah. It's like $59 for two years. Uh, yeah, it's 60 bucks. We'll just round it up to 60 bucks for two full years. Fifty nine seventy six. Right. Fifty nine seventy six for two full for two years. years. Yep. So you pay up front, and then for two years you can surf the internet like a champ, be gray man, hide yourself, uh, be awesome, be super secure, super encrypted, uh, and then access some of the other content from yep. around the world that you can't ordinarily access. Uh, so go on over to uh, Surfshark, check them out. We're happy to partner with them. They are super growing fast. And here's the big kicker: unlimited devices. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that is incredible. The other. That is incredible. The other competitors, I'm just going to say competitors, yeah. don't offer There that. is a limit. Yeah, there's a limit. There is a limit. And so unlimited devices on your account, you can, you just, just go do it. Yep. Just go. That one, that one we're legitimately saying, check that out. Yeah. Okay. So that's all going to be part of the security part of it. Um, you know, I didn't mention earlier, actually, is you can check with your landlord or you, or if you can, like, start a community garden. That's one way. Or you can start a garden on your out porch. There's a square right foot gardener. You can take a four foot by four foot square and make a garden out of it. Right. Enough to feed yourself, you know. And there, there's a lot of different um, ways to grow things for apartments. You know, they've got all types of things to hold pots and mm-hmm. plants and yeah. On rails and off rails and yeah, some yeah, on balconies, things yep. like that. Yep. Um, if you've got like a small little courtyard, you can find out if you can do a community garden there. Uh, you ask your landlord if you've got just a small little yard because you're in like a um, what's it called like a town like home. a like a townhome or something. Then just Patio home. yeah, then j- j- just you know maybe buy um, you know like an outdoor garden table and just put a small herb and fruit garden right on or you know tomatoes and tomatoes yeah, yeah yeah on it um, you know small garden and then here's another. We're going to start wrapping it up, but this one is super important and gets wildly, wildly, wildly overlooked. In fact, it gets so overlooked uh-huh. that when I bring it up with people, they're like, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I forgot. And that, don't Duh. forget that you have a vehicle. Yeah. Once again, unless you're exclusively take the bus or ride a bike, but even if you ride your bike, you know, you can put bags and things on it. But most people, you have a vehicle right. with a trunk or backseat. And so go reference our the, the things you should absolutely have in your vehicle but a lot of the things that we're talking about here if you have a limited space can all like your ice box your ice box can be put in your trunk and it just sits there passively waiting on you to it's need it and use ready it ready to go and then you're 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 you always have it with you right. while you're out right um 
And so you can use your vehicle as well, depending on the type of vehicle you have, to do some auxiliary storage, to do some auxiliary, you know, auxiliary stuff with it. Just don't forget, it's part of it's part of the housing that you own. It's it's just a mobile housing, if you right. will, you know. And so your vehicle is just another really useful tool. I, yeah, I think I think we did a good job here. Yeah, to get you just get it get the conversation started. Yeah, this is absolutely. by all no means the most exhaustive. This is everything us outside the, the box. Yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, it's a good conversation starter for everybody. Yeah, for sure. And, and I hope like it just gives you a few tips. Oh, you know what? I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, you know what? I've got that one space in that one cabin above there that it just has those old things. Well, go and clean out those old things and put useful things in there. Well, also, if you're living in an apartment mm-hmm. and you are prepping and there's something that we missed. Tell us. Comment below. Let yeah. us know. We, we, we'd be interested. And um, maybe we can do another show on it. Yeah. 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 So if you, you know, if any of this got your brain going or you already do this, please comment. Let us yeah. know because it not only helps uh, us out and our families out, but it helps the other people who are consuming this content or are watching the videos or listening to the podcast and who are researching on their own. So let's be generous with our information yep. and love one another well. And uh, we'll, we'll, you know, because we, it, there's no secret. We're living in weird, tumultuous times. Right. And people are starting to research this more and more. And they're, and they're starting to concern that, like, you know, lumber has gone up and gas is going up and there's gas shortages. And the election last year was nuts. And, and we we're coming on the outside on the other side of covid. And some people are afraid and some people aren't. And they don't know how to navigate it. Texas was an ice cube. You know? Texas. Seriously, it's still so, baffling. So crazy. It hadn't happened yeah. in 100 years. And yep. we just watched it happen. So yep. um, front be row gen- sees the history, guys. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Be generous. Love one another well. Uh, and be remember, safe. be safe. Always yep. be safe. And remember, just because you're prepared. Doesn't mean you need to be paranoid. Exactly. Awesome. Be blessed. Thanks. Bye. Peace.